This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Your home is going into foreclosure and you feel like a financial wreck. You don't know where to turn for accurate information. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné. Let's talk about some legal options. If we work quickly, we can propose a plan to save your home, modify the loan, or in many cases even eliminate your second mortgage. The consultation is free. I've helped hundreds of people just like you make informed decisions about whether to save their home or exit it on a reasonable, organized timeline. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Once again, we've teamed up with the Washington State Council of Firefighters, Operation Warm. We're putting new coats on kids that need them. We got a big goal because 2,500 kids could use those coats. And that means we have to raise $50,000. And we are a little over a fifth of the way there, right? Is my math right? We have, we're have at $10,786. Yeah, you did good math on yes. that. And thanks to Justin Saviors, who just donated $69. He's our savior. He did. Joining the 69 Club, he donated that. Nice. Uh, Robert Cardoza donated $300. Jay Swenson, $64. These rockaholics are helping us raise enough money. This is an extremely lofty goal, $50,000, and has added incentive really just for me. I got to find forty grand because if we can raise fifty grand by 7 a.m. tomorrow, you've agreed to listen to Pearl Jam's 10 in its entire day. That is true. Still waiting to hear from uh, Sean Stilato, uh, DeVito's uh, agent, to see if he'll donate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey yo. Guy, it looks like a, it looks like a Sopranos character. The uh, Tommy DeVito's agent. Hey, Tommy and I, we want to help the kids kick in a couple bucks for the cause. But yeah, if you could kick in a couple of bucks for the cause, that would be great. And you can do that by texting KISW Give to four four three two one. That's how you can donate. Text KISW Give to four four three two one to donate, or head to KISW.com today. Let's play. Greg from Federal Way is. Greg, are you there? Yes. Woo! All right, Steve, now get out of here. Goodbye. For those playing at home, Greg has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Yes. Same name as a footwear company. Who is the Greek goddess of victory? Nike. Yes. What Beatles member released the song Wonderful Christmas Time? Pass. What U.S. state's nickname is the natural state? Oh, repeat that. What U.S. state's nickname is the natural state? 
Wyoming? No. Montana? No. Ohio? No. According to Google, <laughs> what flower most represents love? love? Rose. Yes. Calamari comes from the Italian word for what? Octopus? No. Squid? Yes. Yeah. What does the second A stand for in NASA? Need another? No. <laughs> um, astronomical? No. Uh, no, pass. Oh. The Christmas story came out in what early 80s year? 82? No. 84? No. 86? No. That is not early Beginning with M, what do you call a female horse? Mayor. Yes. Greg, you got four correct. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help out the people. Early means zero, one, two, or three. Mid means four, five, six, and late means seven, eight, nine. When talking about decades and years, just remember that, kids. Maybe he didn't hear me say early. It's possible he didn't. Maybe. But you know what? I am trying to get a song here. I'm coaching these people. Because Steve has an unfair advantage because every once in a while he's just got dumb luck. Yeah, that's very true. Dumb luck, just pure intelligence. Okay. Wow, those Ouch. two words and Steve, I'm just, I'm, I don't know if I can put them together. I don't oh, think pure, so. Pure, but not. Yeah, pure. No, okay, go. maybe not even. Oh, you're pure? Yeah. Really? Okay. Steve, are you ready? Oh, yes. Same name as a footwear company. Who is a, the Greek goddess of victory? Asics. No. Oh. Nike. Yes. yes. What Beatles member released the song Wonderful Christmas Time? Ugh. Paul McCartney. Yes. Simply what U.S. state's heard. nickname is the natural state? What state is the natural state? Colorado? No. Utah? No. Hmm. Good guess. Oregon? No. Oh. According to Google, what flower most represents love? Oh, that'd be a rose. Yes. Calamari comes from the Italian word for what? Squid? Yes. What does the second A stand for in NASA? Astronauts. No. Air. No. Article. No. A Christmas Story came out in what early 80s year? 82. No. 81. No. 80. No. Oh, Beginning with M, what do you call a female horse? Uh, mare. Yes. What is the Roman numeral for 100? C. Yes. C. Which country is known for introducing chopsticks? Which Ooh. country? I'm going to go America. No. China? Yes. America. <laughs> and with that. I thought it was a trick question. You, you know what? You should really be disqualified. I thought it was a trick question. You I mean, need to be disqualified for that answer. It wouldn't have mattered regardless because you got seven correct, which is a Fine. win. Seven Good job, to Greg. four. Let's go. All right. Sorry, Greg. I am I am five years old because this stupid joke won't leave my head and it's making me giggle. Okay, what's going what? on? You're, okay, well, it's about roses, you know? You know the joke, Steve? What's better than roses on the piano? Oh. Or roses on the piano? <laughs> Something with the... the the tulips? Right? Yes. yes. And I don't know why, but I'm just like five again. Maybe probably 12. I have never heard that, but now I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Well, and now I can just say this. You know what, man? It's, Sometimes it's songs are... the jelly jam joke. Yeah, well, you already, talked, you already talked about half of the joke, which now yeah. we can say the other half of it because you... But let's just say that a lot of songs are better on the organ. There you go. So you got the whole joke if you wow. if you figure it out. Sarah, do you need to? I don't know? get this part. Okay. So I'll do this here, for you. Here, why don't you read it here? <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, there you go. What's better than roses on the piano? There you oh. go. Do you get it? 
I don't know. <laughs> you don't get it? Oh, maybe she doesn't know that euphemistic name for that part of the body. I don't get the organ part. Oh, okay, don't. We can't tell you. Oh. It's <laughs> euphemistic. It's, it's, this area is called an organ. Oh. Sometimes they call it all sorts of things. No one, when, when do you ever say that? When, when you're you, telling jokes. Well, yeah, when I was 13 years old, I, everybody called that part of the body the, uh, the old grinder, the old oh, organ grinder. And, and so, have, so that's why it's funny. What's better than roses on a piano? Oh, hey, lady. Buy me some tulips at the foyer. Do you know the jelly and jam joke? No. I don't know. I would tell her that. I don't know if I know I that. I can't say the jelly and the jam. You know, what's the difference between oh. jelly and jam? Oh, what shake, someone shakes like, like I heard that about backsides. Is that oh, what no, it's about? What's this one? <laughs> oh. oh, what? You don't know that joke? No, I don't. Uh, I never heard that one before. That's the greatest It's joke. funny. It's hilarious. Oh, that is a funny joke. Yeah, you can't oh, say that. There's no way I can even tell people what that is. <laughs> oh, I get that one. That, yeah, well, that one. one's a little bit more uh, clear cut. That one's straightforward. Yeah, yes. it's more of a blue collar joke. It's my, not a thinking man's joke like your father's. Well, my dad used to have one about <laughs> jelly and jam, and I forget. Which one shakes? Jelly shakes or jam shakes? Because they used to say that about women as they were walking away. That oh, must be know. jam because jelly don't shake like that. Or the other way around. That must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. Danny, My dad you... used to say that all the time about women that looked good walking away. Yeah, I don't know that one. You guys had some weird That's jokes old school. back in the day. Well, Very old school. school. My father was like World War II school. I brought with the, 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 the rose on the piano. That's the 60s. And Steve's got the jam and jelly joke. You learn a lot of good jokes in Catholic high school. <laughs> I bet. You guys Dan- had to entertain yourself somehow. Danny, do you know that joke? No, I do not. You don't know the jelly jam joke? I can tell joke? the no. joke. I can tell, I can tell the joke. Okay, I want to see you tell the I joke. I can tell the joke. I mean, yeah. Uh, all- okay. <laughs> you trying to end work yeah. earlier? Yeah. Here's a- no, I can tell the joke. I think people can understand where we're going. Okay. Okay. Uh, the difference between jelly and jam is you can't jelly a key into a keyhole, but you can jam a key into a keyhole. <laughs> But we're not talking about keys, and we're not talking about keyholes. There we go. How about you read the jokes when it's not trying to make it a PG-13 joke? I did my no, best. You did. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Right. That's a good one. Yeah. It just involves a former president. First time I ever heard that one, it crushed me. Danny does not seem impressed at all. It, it, well, he doesn't like jam. Well, here's the thing. Instead of keyholes, think of a former president, Dick Nixon, yes. and, that's all you, that, and then you'll be able to understand what we're talking about. Okay. I think, I, I, think I, I, really, I think we're still... Are we on the air? Hello? <laughs> Testing. Are we still on the air? Okay, good. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, I think really most quick. people know the joke. I did, You know what? I well, never heard that joke, Steve. Oh, that man. is the first time... That's a great joke, the jelly and jam one, and I have never heard that before. Yes, it's so great. Now BJ's going to be telling all his friends oh, that. Oh, I definitely am telling that. <laughs> Does anyone know, back to the game, the natural state is the nickname for what U.S. state? Jellystone. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I know a lot of slogans for states, and I don't know what this is, because I know it's not New Mexico. Where the hippies? Let's see. Where, like, California? Yeah, it's like down south. Oh. Yeah, because it's nothing in New England. It's Arkansas. Mm. Arkansas is the natural state? I don't know why. That's a, I would come up with a whole different slogan they for Arkansas. Natural foods? Probably I don't think they eat natural foods down there. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, they might think it's natural. Good old-fashioned cooking, brother. Do they have jelly or jam down there? Hopefully both. How about tulips? Do they have any tulips that they grow down there? <laughs> Boy, now you go to the tulip festival in the spring. You ruined a, tulips for me. You can have a whole different experience. Uh, <laughs> and what does the second A in NASA stand for? Association. No. Ah, uh, look at you, Mr. Smarty. It's not Pants. National Aeronautics and... The uh, second space. A. Oh, it's the last? No, there's all, yeah, there's, the second A is the last A. Oh, National yeah. Aeronautics, Aeronautics and, and Space. Associ- oh, okay, administration. There we go. Oh, I was close. Yeah. Okay. Alliance. 
Oh, yes. And a Christmas story was 83. You guessed 83. everything yeah, I, else. I, I guessed every other year in the early years. Yeah, that's a tough I one. I love when you get those wrong, though. I hate when I get those the wrong. The earlies are tough when you because yeah. there's four years to guess from. Right. Mid yeah. is easy. Yeah, and so is late. Yeah. Same thing. It's only three choices in It's late. true. All right, good. You know what? I'm glad you know, we agree on this. With 83... Is that an early? Is that a yeah, mid? Yeah, 83 is early. You, you consider that early Four 80s? is the beginning I'm of mid. I'm trying to feel like that's mid-80s now. No, mid-80s, no. four, five, six. No. Okay, fine. Four, five, six is mid. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine is late. I'm just trying. Zero, one, two, three is early. Yeah, oh, man, please. See, some people are selling us some great jokes now. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, Let me see this <laughs> one here. I can't even say that. Uh, I mean, I guess you could oh say it. Oh, my God. Uh, it's about garbanzo beans oh and chickpeas. My. Oh, my gosh. That is so awesome. That's, that's a, a very clever joke. That is a great joke. What's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo pea? I cannot tell you the difference, but it's a great joke. <laughs> See, that one's straightforward and it's, it's funny. A great joke. I get that. That's a good, like, yeah. almost like raunchy dad joke. Uh, yeah. And uh, what's the other one? Oh. oh, that's the only one I had. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, very good. That's a great joke. What's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo pea? You a need to look it up. Bean. Uh, oh, yeah, a chickpea and a garbanzo bean. Look it up on the internet. What's yeah. the difference? Mm. Garbanzo. Gotcha. <clears throat> garbanzo. Yeah. <laughs> We're in so much trouble. Well, luckily, not my problem having a couple days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> don't have to read this point, the joke then. No. I don't. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Why don't we post that on the KISW Instagram? <laughs> on Friday, BJ will tell you the difference between a chickpea and a gabonzo bean. <laughs> that could be the last Tune break. Tune in on Friday. The last break you tell the that joke. That would be a great last break. All right. It is time for listeners on the loose. You pick the topic. You guide the show. Call us, text us at 206-803-ROCK. Your calls, your texts. We'll take those at 917 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock at 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It's Listeners on the Loose, brought to you by the professional bull riders. Listeners on the Loose, where you pick the topic, you guide the show. 206-803-ROCK, the number to call, the number to text. Do remember when you get through, Steve has a rule. It's a simple rule, BJ. That's to show some energy and bring it. Otherwise, you will be gone and we'll have to say goodbye to you. Goodbye, old friend. I also would like to take this time to thank our fine management team who, because they decided to do things earlier than we all discussed we were going to do, I don't have any time to do really anything but just answer a lot of everythings. I, dude, it's overwhelming on my end. I can't even imagine what it's like on your end. I planned I, to do, yeah, yeah I, 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 well, and I, I you know, yeah, for both of us, Steve, probably for everybody on the show. But none on your level, obviously. Everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know what? I would, I, you're right. I'm getting a lot, but I also probably believe you're getting a lot, too. Yeah, I've been getting some interesting. Yeah, about. I. Um, some angry at me. I'm, I, it's been very, it's been, it's been interesting, let's just say. Yeah, and, and look. Look, I get it. Uh, if, in case you don't know, and I'm only saying it because we've already announced it, and I'll talk more about it on Friday, obviously. You're not going to get a whole lot more. We joked about the fact that we can't, I, I can tell you the what, but you already know the what. My last show was on Friday, so right. the what is not going to be there. The how, there's no way the company's going to want me to tell you the how because they don't even want me to tell you the why. So the why and the how will not be discussed, so I don't know what they mean by how. Do they, maybe the way I tell you, the, 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 the how I tell you will be maybe I'll sing a song and go, I'm no longer working with the company. Maybe Maybe that's the oh, how. Friday that we're will do. be a full-on musical. We'll do a, like all the TV shows people hate. I've been. We'll do, do a musical. Forever. Yeah, and then the what? I don't know. We'll just go. Yeah, the what is what? 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 I mean, I. Who's but anyway. First, yeah. So 
Yes. Yeah, so uh, Friday will be the last show for me on KISW. That's the only announcement that was made by the company on the KISW's Facebook page. And I don't know if they put it anywhere else. They, they, that's what they said. That my last show will be Friday. This is not a joke. No. It's not like last show of the year. It will. I mean, I never say never about anything, but for right. the foreseeable future, this will be Friday will be my last show on this radio station. And uh, we'll talk more about that on Friday. But Steve and I and everybody on the show, I thought I would have like, you know, the time off because Friday would be my last show two weeks before Christmas. And who knows what I'll be doing. Hopefully Fred Meyer will take my calls. They will not take my calls. I tell them how much I love their produce department. But the idea being is I thought I'd have all this time to answer stuff then. Yes. And prepare for the show like normal during the week. I have I, I, I have stayed up late because I like I like to answer everybody. And sometimes it's like if I don't answer it now, it's almost like when you're. It's very different, obviously, but when when you have your birthday on social media and it's just like, oh my gosh, this is so nice. Everyone wants to say something to me, but like, and I want to respond to everybody, but then you get to the point where you're like, I'm not even enjoying my birthday. I'm just on social media replying all day. Yeah, granted, I mean, completely yeah. different situation, but still same outpouring of love. Yeah, and it's just like you want to. Show everybody the time to respond, but it's it's almost it's almost impossible. It really, really is. I still try. That's oh, my no. that's my fault. Is that I I, I at least want to you know emoji somebody or answer somebody or like it. And or, of course, yeah. it brings me back to the days, uh, probably twenty five, twenty six years ago, when I had to sit in a manager's office and said, "Can you tell me what you people actually do? Why mm-hmm. am why why do I hire you people? Why do I pay you people? What do you do? I don't even know what you people do." And I remember looking at that manager thinking, is that my fault that you don't know what I do or your fault because you're an idiot and you don't try to find out what we do? Um, And there are people that don't know that there's a lot of work that goes into having to do that, Mm -hmm. which is why I can't do my other stuff. So I want to thank the company for really taking that into account, the massive impact that would have on a work day for all of us to try to answer all of these things. And Well, anyway, it is Listeners on the Loose. You pick the topic, you guide the show. 206-803-ROCK, the number to call, the number to text. Cheyenne in South Dakota, probably listening on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. What you got for us, buddy? Well, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to ask you what happened. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm actually calling to do something that I've been meaning to do for a long time. Oh, um, wow. Hopefully it's not illegal. If you honk your no. horn, I will be very happy. Steve does love it if you have a big horn. Um, uh, you know, I've been listening since 06. I'm from South Dakota, but I got my degree uh, out at the Evergreen State College. been listening ever since then. And uh, I do a lot of work with mental health. I help with suicide prevention, and I know That's you talk about awesome. that a lot. Yeah. And... Uh, um, Steve might remember me from the old MIGS cast. I came out to uh, be at MIGS Fest for like a day just to say hello to everybody. Yes. And uh, with the work that I do, you know, the show is a lot of what has made me able to do what I need to do to help people. So I didn't call to ask you what happened. I just called to say thank you. And uh, I had meant to actually come out and shake your hand to do it, but COVID stop me from doing that yeah you know cheyenne thank you so much i really really appreciate that i he's a good dude it warms my heart to think that look we do what we do on this show we're goofballs we're really lucky to do it but if like something that we do on this show actually catalyzes something positive in a person's life i really really that means a lot and i do want to take this moment because he brought up mental health 
I consider it one of the greatest things I have ever done in my career. I want to thank Dave Richards for having the confidence in me as this was he and I would have conversations. And Dave is just one of those rare guys you get to work with that when you give him an idea and he really goes, hey, that's a great idea. He is one of those miraculous people that gets the ball rolling. You, you can't do anything in life without somebody. I get to come in here and be an idiot on a microphone. I don't know how to do anything. You need people like Dave Richards where they go, that is a great idea. And it's like, because all I have is an idea, but I have no idea how to actually make it reality. Right. Dave Richards took this idea that he and I would both jaw back and forth. I'd be in bothering him in his office. He'd come to me. And next thing you know, he's like, hey. We're going to do I'm listening. And it, it gratified my heart that, wow, you really thought it was a good idea that maybe we do something about mental health. And then it has turned into a national success for this company. Mm-hmm. I will say, I don't care whatever this company ever does. It's the best thing this company's ever done. Dave Richards is the guy that made that happen, which makes him the greatest employee this company has ever seen. And I am so proud and happy that he let me be a part of that because it's the best thing I've ever done in my career. No, it, yeah, mental health stuff. and suicide awareness. Yeah, so uh, I just wanted to say that because there's going to be a lot of things said, and I want to make sure I say some everything I want. I'd like sprinkle to say. A little sprinkle, and I'm gonna, sprinkle of positivity. And I'm old. I'll forget things. So uh, 206-803-ROCK. <laughs> Listeners on the loose, you <laughs> little sprinkle, sprinkle. Little sprinkle, sprinkle. You pick the topic. You guide the show. Uh, somebody actually has a question uh, for your daughter and you. Mm. So Sarah, if she would. Come on in, girl. Make your way in. Come on in. All it, right. it involves uh, nuptials. Oh. oh, yeah. This year, Sarah got married. It was, uh, it's been a hell of a year. I'm not going to lie. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. But go ahead. Okay. So the, the person said, hey, uh, for BJ and Sarah, did J-Rubs ask BJ if he can marry you? Do you think that's still important for guys to ask for permission? My boyfriend asked my dad and my dad said yes and no. Later, he said yes, as long as we wait a year in order for him to, in order for us to have our first fight. We are meeting halfway and planning for a wedding in May or June. We're both in our 40s and we want to start a family. Oh, wow. wow. So So dad's like, you can marry her, but you have to have a fight with her first. Well, that, you know, that is an interesting, I I think I I get where the dad's coming from. It's still weird. Would you just crank one out right away? I'm sorry, what are you talking about? A fight. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. That would start a fight. Yeah. What did you do in front of my father? I'm mad at you. Yeah, you cranked one out. Here's a fight. Um, Yes, I actually did want J-Rubs to ask BJ for my hand in marriage. And I think I'm kind of old school with it. And I think I wanted to do that because I respect BJ and his opinion. And I really do think BJ would say no if he didn't think the guy was good enough for me. I do find great entertainment when we're on the air and you refer to your dad as BJ. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's so funny. Um, Yeah, you know what? Since it's brought up and and, and it it, ever since, you know, Sarah has never dated men that weren't in jail or on their way to jail. I mean, it's just always been a thing with her. And the I was bad boys. I was so frustrated because as a father, I always thought if I show her how a, a husband should be, then those are the, that's the standard that she will look for in her life. And then every time she brought these idiots and I would take him to lunch going, OK, I got to do a lot of work on this guy because if he's going to be a guy in her life, I got to I got to get this guy to step up. And I mean, and, and some of the guys did. I, there was one guy that actually I looked him in the eye and I said, you know, you're a mess. And you're, you're a mess 
you know you're a mess. I know you're a good guy, but you're a mess. Is it fair for you to bring my daughter into this? What did she ever do to deserve you not at least realizing? You? And the guy broke up with her afterwards. And I was really, I, I, I to this, broke my heart. I, I, but he knew I was right. Or did he not want to deal with you as a potential like I'm father in law? And I tell you, the guy's oh, no. a good. The guy's a good dude. Uh-huh. It's not his fault. He was a mess. But I said, you want to do the right thing by me. You know the right thing to do. You're a mess. You're not ready for a relationship with anybody. And, yeah, Sarah was not happy about that. But you would not have J-Rubs had I not pulled that move. That's true. And I had told him, you know, that it's important to me. But I have friends who are like, they don't want their significant other to ask their dad at all. Because they think, you know, it's my choice. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not my dad's choice. If my dad doesn't approve, eh. It it's doesn't like matter. Tradition things. Where I'm like, whatever. But I felt like it was important to do. You just for like, you know, it's, it's like, okay, this is just something that's expected. And I would have hated to, because I, I knew like my Sid, my now wife, obviously, I knew her dad was going to say yes. Like we got along. He's an awesome, dude. But I was just like, I should still, I still owe it to him to do the traditional thing and ask. But of right. course, I went down to this is back when I was living in Linwood, and they were in Puyallup. Drove down there. I'm like, I'm on. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Get there, and he wasn't even home. <laughs> Oh, well, it's my his wife was home, and I'm like, hey, she's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I was gonna come and ask. So I told her, and then oh. she told him. So then the next time I saw him, he's like, I already heard it. Yeah, it's cool. There was a I'm telephone like, game though. Way. So by the time it got to him, he's like, sure, you can have the dog's hand in marriage. I don't know what this is about, but fine, whatever. Well, the way J, do you remember when J Rubs asked you? Yes, I was. I was like, you have to ask him, like, it's important to me, you know? And then we were literally just upstairs one day, and he asked him in front of me. Yeah, that was a little odd. I hated what it. What was he doing? I don't know. He was I nervous. Think he was so nervous. He was so nervous. He could have waited for you to go to the bathroom and be like, hey, Pops, what do you think? Yeah, or anything. And I, he was like, so, uh, I'm thinking about maybe, you know, asking your daughter. And I was like, you can't do this right when I'm here. Yeah. And he was like, well, I just did. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I felt for him because... It's nerve wracking because I'm look. What if I said no? J Rubs is the kind of guy that if I said no, I think he'd be like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah and he's, he's your roommate too. So yeah, yeah, you have to break the lease. Yeah, it's but you know what? J Rubs was the first boyfriend Sarah had that asked me out to lunch. He wanted to put his cards on the table, all of his intentions. Tell me, I mean, I mean, I really was impressed with this dude because no, nobody had ever done that before. I'm like, it's like all of a sudden he's like, hey, we should get some lunch, and I'm like, really. All right, buddy. I kind of like where this is going. Yeah, so, that's yeah. my guy. Yeah. So I and and he's a great guy. He really, really is. And it was a beautiful wedding. And yeah, it's really the highlight of my year. This year hasn't had a lot of highlights, but that's one of them. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, I really, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys were there. It was the party of the century. It was an incredible time. Yeah. I don't know if you guys really remember any of it, but I remember getting to Vegas. There we go. It's all you need and to know. I the next day, enjoying a burger, and then being home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I could testify you had a good time. I had a great time. Maybe you a little really hungover. Yeah. Tired. I'm still hungover from that party. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was intense. Yeah. Uh, it's listeners on the loose, 206-803-ROCK, the number to call, the number to text. You pick the topic, you guide the show. More of your calls, more of your texts. We'll do that at 933 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It's listeners on the loose. 206-803-ROCK, the number to call, the number to text. Let's go to Spencer in Linwood. Spencer, you are on The Rock. What's up, guys? First time caller, long time listener. Thank thank you you. so much, Spencer. Appreciate that. What do you got for us, buddy? Well, you guys touched on a two topics for me that are really really strong for me is one of them with mental health and you know without you guys every morning i wouldn't be able to get up and go to work every day so i really do appreciate you guys um thank you very much my pleasure man it's it's an honor to be able to help folks get through their day and i love talking about mental health especially for us guys it is something that there's so many good reports out there from psychologists basically talk about how guys have been screwed over over like the last hundred years because of mental health and also the way we were raised so it is good to talk about this what you got man what's the other thing so the other thing is you guys are talking about marriage and you know a man asking a father or a father-in-law for permission and i got a doozy for you guys so okay um me and my wife we've been together a total of almost 14 years been married for about six of that um, have four beautiful children, okay? Um, so uh, me and my father-in-law, we didn't really get along um, for the longest of time because of my mother-in-law, okay? So your and, mother-in-law somehow made the relationship with your father-in-law bad? What, what did she do? Well, they just toxicity because, you know, how, the, how divorces happen, if you know what I mean. Uh, and so... Yeah, I know. I, and I'm so, afraid I know that very, very closely, yes. Yeah, and so like, yeah, there was a lot of hate, hatred towards everything between the daughters, the father-in-law, the mother-in-law, and everything. But I was raised as an old country boy and with an old soul, and I knew mat- no matter what that I would always ask my wife's dad, my father-in-law, permission to marry. And so you know, I was young. I went and I asked permission, and you know, he made a huge deal out of it, and actually thanked me for having enough courage and a, being a man enough to ask him first yeah my mother my mother-in-law didn't like it because he was never around which was a complete bs story um that she made up and lied to her daughters about um and she my mother-in-law almost ruined the in my entire marriage and and wow and still to this day harps on it that i asked the father-in-law versus her first 
Okay, well, first of all, that's not tradition. And second of all, and, I, and Spencer, thank you so much for the kind words and, and I appreciate the call. I'm going to say this because uh, this has been a hell of a year for me. Right. Uh, obviously, the last day, uh, Friday on KISW. It is true. It's not a joke. We'll tell you more on Friday. Uh, also, um, you know, I haven't said anything, but, you know, when the, I just felt like I'd say something when the time was right. And this is a topic. My marriage is also ending. And the way I like to do everything in life is I would like to do it as responsible and as peaceful, amicable, and as loving as possible. And to think that I would ruin my kids' lives by basically making a massive enemy out of their mother and trying to ruin that relationship, which is what kid doesn't want to love their parent? Right. You it's, know, it's awful oh, when people do that. Yeah. It, you know, this is – and it's difficult. You know, I'm definitely in the, I'm in the middle of it. And yes, it's going to be difficult to work stuff out. There are hurt feelings and everything. But the last thing I want to do is have my kids not have a great relationship with their mother I, because that's their mother, you mm -hmm. know. And I don't know why couples don't get that. I don't know why they don't understand that. Yes, maybe I don't want you as a husband or a wife anymore. But my God, the kids want us as parents. They don't want to lose their parent. And I don't know why. I mean, that's still your job as a parent to make sure your kids are okay. I don't understand why. They don't understand that. I, I just think don't some like are just so selfish that it just pains them to even think that someone can love that person that they despise so much. Like, obviously, their kid. And they're saying, oh, you love dad, but dad's a piece of crap to me. How could you? You know what I mean? Like, there's like that. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, yeah. look, if it's like an abusive relationship and dad or mom really yeah, was a piece of crap. I didn't sure. mean that. Yeah. Like, but I you're mean, right. But yeah. most people, because he doesn't want to be with me or because she's leaving. Make it like they're a piece of crap. And it's I like, don't like them. You shouldn't like them yeah. either. Yeah. And you're right, Steve. It's like when they just over-dramatize the situation. It's like two, two, two people just don't want to be with each other anymore. They're not bad people. Therefore, don't ruin the kids' lives with them. Mm -hmm. And you're right. So many people do. They act like they have been murdered by the other person and tell the kids, you should hate that other person forever. It's like the kids don't want to do that. They want to love their parents. People are just very tribalistic in a sense. You know I mean, like, yeah, we are. Wanna, we like, we are animals, one, aren't we? We want to pit one versus the other in everything. Where do you see examples of that in society? You're crazy. You're, you're right. I wouldn't. I, I, I would imagine Star Wars fans and Star Trek fans all get along. It is true. I just had a conversation about that. Right. <laughs> Sports fans, they all love each other. Yeah, they I know. Do. I, don't, I never see it in the world of wrestling. No. You mean AEW fans? No. They want to see both do well. Of course they do. Yeah, it's such a funny thing. Yeah. Even you know, we have people that try and pit us against the men's room. I'm like, you do realize that they're our friends. Like, it's like, this is a very silly thing to kind of create. Like, but there, some people just want to pick and choose. I can only like one, and therefore I hate the other. Well, you keep bringing stuff up that I want to say before I go, mm -hmm. and you did bring up the men's room. This is I have we hate to, them. Yeah, uh, we really do. The worst. Um, we're, obviously, Friday I'm going to have a lot of goodbyes. It's going to be like the Academy Awards. The pro you guys are going to have to play music. To we get have a full-on orchestra coming in on Friday to shut you up. But you did bring up the men's room, and men just I look men in general. There's comp. There's just a competitive nature. Also, men can be territorial. So you combine those two, and the idea that you can have two high-profile personality shows on the same mm -hmm. station, and both be successful. I mean, really successful where great things have happened for our show, great things have happened for their show. I have worked in this business for a long time. Egos like that very rarely get along, mm -hmm. and there always is problems. Never the case with the men's room. I, I mean, ever since Miles and Thrill got here and Ted got here and they were on the buzz with us back in the day and they were doing nights and I was doing middays, 
Ever since the day they got here, these guys... I'm glad had, you didn't bring up Mike. We don't like Mike. Yeah. Well, Mike wasn't here I know, back in the day. But, but, you know, obviously Mike and, and Ben the Psycho Muppet and Rob. I mean, everybody that I've... Tired posse. Everybody. Uh, they have been nothing but amazing people. Um, really, really kind, sharing, generous. I have asked many times because, look, those guys have success. And I remember, hey, dude, you know, when, you know, I'm like, I like what you guys are doing. Can you give me some advice and some philosophy? And like, you know, you see in baseball where pitchers will share stuff. Those guys have always been great. Yep. Never an ill word at all. And sometimes the listeners just, you know, we get, like you said, tribal. And I get it. You know, one part, you can like your show. No doubt about it. I get that people go, dude, the men's room is more my vibe or vice versa. But we all love each other. And it goes the same for Ryan in middays, back when Ricker was here. Also, Taryn, Jolene, everybody we've worked with. It's been a love fest. I have never experienced that in any radio station ever. It is magical, and I am so happy that that's the case. And so I, I really want to give lots of love to the men's room and, and, and how they've been over the years. They have been terrific. It cracks me up when someone tries to do that. I'm like, you realize that Ted was in my, he was a groomsman for my wedding. Like, clearly, like, and everyone was at my, you know, it's like, what are you guys doing? Like, no. Yeah, they, it, it, humans just tend to I go. Know. You know what? You're not on my team. And the thing is, but we're, it's it's like sometimes people get pissed off when they see football players really being cool to each other from each side. Right. After the like, game, they're swapping jerseys. Yeah. And, and it's like praying together. It's kind of what we are. I mean, we're, we're, we're in the same business. We have had the same traumas. We've worked in some real crappy situations. So we all have this great appreciation when we got to work in this great situation, which we all have gotten to do for the last 17 years. Oh, yeah. Right now, yeah, was not, that was my day yesterday. Apparently, some people are very mad at me because of you. Oh, yeah. Well, like, they should be mad at yes, you. Yes. I mean, you know, I think, I think that works. I, again, it's like, oh, cool. I'm just trying to play with my kid. That's nice. I, yeah. <laughs> like, I, what do you want from me? Yeah. Look, I will tell you this. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a place to be angry in life. I get it. Usually, you never get to see the people you should be angry at. <laughs> right. They're it's, thinking, they're like, good. You guys get to catch the, the, the brunt of this. They never do. No. Um, and you know how that works when it comes to business. Um, and, you know, that's just how it is. Unfortunately, business is that way where the people that make the decisions very rarely, yeah. you know, and look, I can sit there and complain about that kind of phenomenon, but I know in the military, people die because of the decisions made by people who will never step foot on the battlefield. So this is just a thing in humanity. Yep. The people that make decisions never have to sometimes pay for the decisions they make. So, you know what? That's how it is. Me, I am sure as hell not going to be mad at the wrong people. I've done that my whole life. I'm done. I am not going to be mad at people who are not responsible for whatever I'm in. I'm done with that because that's just, I mean, all I do is end up being miserable. So Friday is going to be, a, I, I really hope, a happy, fun day. We have a lot uh, of fun people from your life that are going to be joining us. Oh, really? Jumping in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. They, I like these people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got, you know, like guy. I mean, <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, we, didn't, we didn't vet that part. I think you might like some of them. By the way, thank you, because this is very short notice, because I wasn't going to do anything. No, I know. You guys, this, did, uh, you, this, I, this I'm came so, up with, like days ago. I'm so sorry that I gave you the short notice. I wasn't going to do anything, but Bob hey, Rivers man. kept harping on me, like, you should really do a goodbye show. And, you know, friggin' Bob is just relentless. He won't shut Not up about it, DJ. You know, he's just like, you really should do a goodbye show. How many show? jars of his maple syrup did he have to give you to do this? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That may have been part of it. You're yeah. right. You know me very well. <laughs> that may have been part of the negotiations. No, we're looking, I mean, not looking forward to is the wrong term. But uh, I am excited that the people that are going to be joining us are going to be a part of it. Well, I, this is a big surprise. I have no idea. And, well, you know what? True to you, 
you have always with, you know, given the short notice and horrific situations, and you've always been able to get stuff done. I mean, even though you're no longer Steve, the producer, you are one of the best producers this business has ever seen. And you still kind of really do a lot of that for hey, this show, even though you're a co-host of the show. Year four producing something, you know what I mean? Hey. Happy birthday, Tatum. Uh <laughs> Wow. Right? Did you really? And you opened your arms like you went total New York with. Hey, yo, it's I don't right. know what just happened. Here's what he did. He's like, I had sex and made a thing. That's exactly <laughs> thank, just thank what you. he did. Thank you for saying it how I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should do that. You know hey, how people yo. go, hey, we did a thing? You should just point to your groin and go, four years yeah, ago, four years I ago. made a thing. This is the end result. Do that hey. at dinner tonight. See how it goes. You're yeah. waiter. I'll let the waiter know. Yeah, yeah. But my brother Weeze is going to join us on uh, Oh, really? On Friday. That's, that, wow. That's, you know, Mitch Levy. I got him on solely because you mentioned to me that he never fulfilled his bet, so he doesn't know yeah. that, but we're, he's going to be coming in. I thought you said you're going to get people that I wanted on the show. Sarah right, Kalina, fine. Yeah. John Ryan. Oh, Sarah and John. I love those two. Bob Rivers, of course. Duff McKagan. Duff McKagan? Yeah. Yep. Wow. You guys, you really went out and got people. Uh, Joe Coy says he's gonna, but he hasn't responded to my text. Since well, you know, Joe. So you, just, you never know how things. Joe's going. a famous movie Joe's star. Joe's busy. Now. I always yeah. forget. Yeah, he's kind of a big star. I, if I catch him at the right time, we get caught up in a little text exchange, and then when I text him another time, I won't hear anything for like months, and I forget. I'm like, he's massively successful. Like he's probably just like, leave me alone. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to just throw out a little dig, just because there's irony and wheeze coming on this show. Mm-hmm. He has asked me to come on his show so many times, mm-hmm. and I've been told I can't because of things. So I think it's ironic that his company has no problems with him coming on our show. Oh, I was just saying, I haven't run it by anybody. So I'll oh, the, our company has no problem with who you put on our show. They just don't want us to go oh, okay. on somebody else's like, show. I didn't run it by anyone. Yeah. Just said, just no, no, you're, on. It's important they don't have, have a problem. On. They'll let you put anybody on the show. Okay, uh, But yeah, it's the irony is, is that, and, and Weeze is somebody who I love and taught me everything I need to know about radio and he's the greatest our business has ever seen. And, you know, he's asked me to come on the show a couple of times and I've said, sure, I'll, you know, and then I go and politics and drama says you can't and I get so frustrated because again there are people who make these decisions that you don't get to see and so I've I've always dejectedly had to say Weez I am so sorry I can't I can't and he's had anniversaries big events and I mean oh my god so the idea that he's coming on because no shows as as, like you know I wouldn't be surprised just because I gotcha you bitch uh, yeah I've dropped so many things on him when it was important but I would that's that that means a lot if he's coming on the show I, yep. That means a lot. Uh, okay. Um, all right. One quick call. Yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah. Let's go to Peter. Peter in Seattle, you're on The Rock. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Peter. What's Welcome up, Peter? to the show. Hey, DJ. I'm, I'm just going to keep it short, man. I just called to thank you for all these years on, on the air and, you know, being a big part of my life. Um, it's sad to me that you're leaving, but I'm sure, you know, you're a good guy and good things will happen to you. I just want to thank you for being a class act, keeping together through all these difficult times for you. Um, you know, I'm kind of really upset about the way they're, you know, doing this to you because you deserve like a really, you know, uh, big mob party and, 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 you know, you deserve a lot more than what you're getting, I feel. And that's great that makes this putting together all this for you because I'd much rather listen to your old uh, funny footage and some people saying good things than some Pearl Jam albums. So I'm happy about hey, that. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, We're going to get that Pearl yeah. Jam album in there too, Peter. <laughs> wow. uh, well, well, you're going to have to play, your, Peter. Like to, to play, uh, to play your Pearl Jam here coming up. <laughs> but anyway, thanks, BJ. Really, you're uh, awesome, dude. I, thanks, I love uh, you. you know, I, I've always loved the show and I'm just going to keep following you wherever you go. So uh, I appreciate everything and thank you. 
Yeah, thanks Peter, for the rock. thanks for the love, Peter. And um, there again, I get that people. I get you're upset. I get you're angry. And yeah, you have a right to be. And again, unfortunately, the people you know that you really should be able to direct your anger to. You should be able to say, "Hey, why?" You know, you have a right. You you're a you're a you're a customer of this, and a customer has a right to go to a you know go to the business and go. Why? Unfortunately, you'll never be able to talk to the person that made the decision. But I want to be clear. I mean, don't be mad at anybody, even at this station. We are a, we're owned by a big, 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 big company. This is just one radio station out of a, a really just a, a bunch of stations that they own. I cannot tell you how wonderful it has been to work with everybody in this building. This, I think, is the finest radio station when it comes to employees, quality people, things that work with that our company owns. I put this station and the, the staff up against any station that this company owns, hands down. I have also kind of been told that by some high-ranking officials that used to work for this company, how impressed they were always were with Seattle and, and KISW, like how the kind of people we were behind closed doors, when the microphones were off. So many quality people in this building. There is nobody in this building that I do not have love for. I am not upset with anybody in this building. This is the this is what happens when you work for big companies. It, it's beautiful to work for a big company. I love it. But sometimes when you work for a big company, there are things that are decisions that are made, things that happen by people who sit in chairs that get to because it's their company. And that's just how it is. But there's nobody here locally that I have any bad blood with or any bad feelings with, which is why I'm happy to have a nice sort of celebratory day with those people that I work with and and have loved over the years. There's there's and as long as there are people that don't come into this building <laughs> that I probably wouldn't want to see and none of them are based in Seattle, that would be fine. I have no problem with that. If so God I I'm putting it out there right now. I don't know what kind of surprises there are, but really if there are any corporate people, they should just stay home. Scrap, scrap the 9 o'clock hour. Yeah, scrap the whole 9 o'clock hour. I don't care how good their sentiments are. The corporate people need to stay home. That's all I'm going to say. Though Everybody local, though, oh, my God, let's have fun. How's that? Yes. There we go. Uh, all right. Well, that is uh, all there is to it, uh, except, uh, oh, hey, here's a question for you. Is it okay to use emojis while at work? Now, there's a, there's, that's provocative. We are going to find out at 9.53 on The Rock. BJ and Mix mornings on the Rock ninety nine point nine KISW ninety nine point nine KISW the Rock of Seattle. Someone said, you know what? I'm going to talk to eight thousand Americans and say, hey, uh, do you guys do you think it's okay to use emojis at work now? And it turns out most of us are like, yeah, which means it's the end of the world. As long as you use an eggplant emoji when you're communicating with your HR director. Okay, you know what? I have to tell you something. What happened? I got slammed in the best way by one of my friends because I said, you know what? You are such a... And I put the eggplant. Uh-huh. And they went and found the little olive with the little pimento olive. So it's like a little... Th- but it, And basically said, you're such a this, meaning I'm a smaller version. Like I have, I have such a small one. That's what I am. And I had never seen anybody use the olive as a sort of like... You are like the eggplant means you're substantial. The olive means you ha- you're not packing anything. I had never seen that before, and I'm going to use that from ever now. I'm like, I, I wouldn't have put the connection together. I didn't either. I thought they were genius for doing that. So, if you want to tell someone they have a small, 
Give him the olive. Give him the pimento olive. Okay, fair. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, you know what? I'm, I got to find that one on my phone now. Yeah, I'm going to help you people out. I do that for you. Ryan Castle's next. He's got a 12-pack. BJ and Migs. Mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. Here's another question from a listener. If I file for bankruptcy, do I have to appear in court? That makes me nervous. Going to court is never something something that's easy to do. However, when you file bankruptcy, you usually only have to attend one hearing at the courthouse. Of course, I'll be there with you. And when you go to court, it's not before the judge. It's actually with the trustee or the trustee's attorney. One of the one of the things that's, that's critical in a bankruptcy is that you give your attorney and the court all of your, all of your information. You list all of your assets and all of your creditors. That's what we're trading for your discharge is your true and honest uh, disclosure of your assets and liabilities. And so the court hearing is just usually about a five-minute deal where you show up and, and reaffirm and, and swear that all the information you've given the court and your attorney is correct. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.